Welcome to Literary Anything, our Marion Libraries podcast where we talk about literary anything and anything literary. I'm Jane. And I'm Paula. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new format. It is. It and is. And our new name. New uh, year, new us. Yes. Is our motto this year. That's right. So we decided we're, um, to revamp how we're going to do things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. A little bit more consistency. So yes. you'll be hearing from Paula and I each month for this year yes and occasionally we'll have a special guest um and we'll also have some special edition episodes as well author talks like we've done in the past because we know you like to hear those if you couldn't make it or if you want to hear it again yeah we'll be bringing those to you for sure absolutely yeah so and and another thing that we're doing is we have a list of books we're going to read one a month and we're going to discuss them and so if you want to read along with us we'll let you know what we're Mm -hmm. we've got coming up and you can read it and tune in and see if you think what we thought or (laughs) (laughs) or you can comment otherwise on our facebook page (laughs) yeah and there will be um spoilers each month yes so we will be discussing the book in full yes whereas in the past we've kind of tried to um not spoil things for people yeah give you a teaser in hopes that you'll go out and get the book but if you want to read Bird Box, which is mm-hmm. what our choice is for this month, stop the episode now, <laughs> read it, and then do come back to us yes. and compare See what we notes. Think. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Should we get into our first book yes let's Shall we? do that i have the little blurb um if that sounds good to you mm-hmm. um which is something is out there something terrifying that must not be seen one glimpse of it and a person is driven to deadly violence no one knows what it is or where it came from so that's mm. the blurb for bird box i feel like the blurb doesn't adequately convey the stressfulness the scariness the scariness that is this book it's pretty scary and And stressful i agree this has been everywhere on social media on social media so you've probably seen that it's a netflix film you've seen the film yes i've not seen the the film film, so we'll talk about that in a minute sure yeah but But yeah definitely if you've got if you're on social media you would have seen a meme of sandra bullock with the blindfold on yes It's everywhere. It's either the, you know, a spectacular PR campaign or it really is a viral thing. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I've read a few things that um, have suggested that the PR machine behind the Netflix movie is behind the meme economy of this. Well, yeah, right. That's interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah. In any case, we've seen it everywhere. So we thought it would be a great... um, book to start off with yeah. because so many people have watched or read this over the summer holidays so far yeah I feel like it was good timing because yeah, yeah I mean that's exactly what I mm. did I had this book I didn't even know about the Netflix series I just mm. I can't I don't know why I put it on hold I never remember why I put things on hold <laughs> but it just happened to come at the exact right time which mm-hmm. was holidays um, the period between Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year had nothing yeah. to do, and I just read it all in one go. It was a, it's a, yeah, it is an easy read. Mm. I read it as you know, Paula. I started it over the weekend, but then I finished. Oh, I wasn't very far into it. Was I? I no. read most of it last night, so so it'll be really fresh for you. It is. You've it just is. Finished I haven't stopped it. thinking about it. Oh, which is, that's yeah. interesting. And Paula and I discussed what when we discussed what books we would read uh, for this year and for this month. 
I was reluctant to read this one, <laughs> to say the least. It's not something I would normally pick up because I'm am a big scaredy cat and <laughs> I have nightmares about things and this book is the epitome of the kind of things that stress me out. That's you're such a professional Jane. You did it for the podcast. <laughs> I suffer for my so you for, suffer my for your work. <laughs> so would you broadly say this falls into the speculative fiction category? Yeah, I guess I would say that. Or even sci fi. Sci fi, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Thriller, suspense. Definitely suspense thriller, yeah. yes. So if you like that sort of thing. Is it um, apocalyptic? Yes, I, I would so agree too. with yeah. that. Yeah, it's in yeah, a similar sure. vein. Those people who've read um, something like World War Z or um, by Max Brooks or um, The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Oh yes, McCarthy. Definitely the sense of loneliness, isolation, isolation permeates just, this book and the. Ro- I haven't read World War Z, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, right. yeah. But the so road, it's yeah. um. I found the writing style really easy to read. Mm-hmm. Um, should we dig into the plot a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah. Mallory is the main protagonist in the book, and she finds out that she is pregnant on the day that this thing takes over the world or America yeah it's starting to happen as she realizes Mm. that she's pregnant and that's right um, it's starting like in places like Russia Mm -hmm. and Alaska and it moves its way through coming yes so they work out very quickly that people who can see outside it's not in the houses so they've covered their windows with blankets and things like this so if you can if you look outside or if you see outside whatever it is that you see is so horrific that it causes you to commit suicide or commit violent acts. Or commit violent acts. Mm. That's right. Yep. It, it always ends in death for that person, whoever yep. has seen something. Yeah. So they very quickly realize they have to blindfold themselves if they're outside um, and cover their windows and doors, and everybody retreats and it turns into this ghost town. Yes. And she finds herself in a refuge home that she found in the back of a newspaper yeah well I guess the first thing is that her sister dies yes so that was really scary because she's pregnant and she's with her sister yes in her house yes and then her sister inadvertently sees whatever it is through the bathroom window and commits suicide so now she's pregnant and she's by herself that's right so she what did you think of that when she was driving from her mm-hmm. house to she hears of this house this refuge what you're talking yes, about yes in the paper and she decides to set out and mm-hmm. find it um the opening because she opened and closed her eyes the whole drive there didn't she yeah i just found it really unbelievable that part i mean i, I yes. know you have to suspend your disbelief with the there mist are. and whatever it is yeah. but that bit i just thought how could you possibly drive anywhere especially somewhere you've never been before yeah, and you don't right. know where it is that's right i felt yeah there were several key moments throughout this whole book that i had i almost had to suspend my belief too much yeah for it to be yes it lost its um fear factor I guess in mm. a few key moments that would be one yeah, of them yeah that was one yeah the scene where she 
I wonder if you're going to say the same thing. Give yeah. birth? Yes. That whole section. Yes. This is like, oh, really? That's I had that written down too. Really? I don't think so. <laughs> I thought it was a bit crazy. Yeah. And I, I went on to look at some of the reviews and there are a few other people that said exactly the same thing. Yeah. This man has obviously never spoken to a woman who's given birth yeah. because That's it's right. so unlikely. Um, because all this stuff is happening yeah. with the monsters and all this commotion yes. and this guy's like whispering these horrible things to her in her ear and I just yeah. think you wouldn't take in any of that no. while you're trying to give birth. No, and then she <laughs> climbs down the, the stairs That's with right. two newborn, presumably slippery babies. Yes, after she's just to answer the given phone. birth. Yeah, like not even down the stairs, but down like a ladder in yes. the attic. Yes, Come yeah. on. <laughs> Jane and I both had babies. That wasn't happening. <laughs> no, not for weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were some key scenes like that. Yeah. It was a, I wouldn't call it a popcorn book. Yeah. It's not that light. No. It's But it's not as heavy as something like The Road. Yes, I agree. It's nowhere near that sort of um, heaviness. But I certainly um, found it quick and easy to read yeah you can plow through this this is the first book in a long time I've really just plowed through so there was yeah, it was same. definitely in you know there's definitely something to it and the fact that we're talking about these few things that didn't work yeah um shouldn't detract too much from the book no, because it really it's a was, great a, great it was a great story book. and I yeah. yeah as much as I said that I didn't want to read it I, I actually do enjoy these sorts of things it's just that they frightened me so. yeah and there were some really <laughs> frightening things that mm. happened in it. Yeah. And I think he did a really good job of evoking that sense of panic and fear. Absolutely. I mean, it's that basic sense of the fear of the unknown, isn't it? And yes. it's not just the unknown, but it's the unseen and yes. not being able to see anything. Yes. I think there was one scene, sorry, I no, interrupted no. you. There no, was one fine. scene I thought where he. I mean, there were oh, there were a bunch of scenes where he did a really good job, but one that stands out for me was when I can't remember who it was in the house was going to get water. Yes, I and wrote that down too. Did you write that yeah. down? That's so funny because yeah. what they had to do was string up the string from the house to the well mm. because none of the services are working anymore, so they have to go to the well to get water, and so he's got to feel his way along the um, rope, mm -hmm. and then he's blindfolded, of course, and he's out there getting water, and he has a sense that there's whatever it is mm. is right there with yeah. him or yeah. maybe even in the well or in yes. the bucket in the well and maybe yes. he's going to bring it up and they're going to ingest this thing, thing with their water yeah that was a really frightening so tense scene and yeah it was what was i going to say it's that psychological fear it's mm. i don't know if you've ever done this and this is going to sound ridiculous but <laughs> when i was younger we had a swimming pool at our house and I would swim in the evenings and I'm not talking when I was little like older teenager mm -hmm. and I'd be alone swimming and in my head would I would think there's something in the water with me oh. or there's a shark in the water or there's a this in the water and I'd, I would remember swimming laps thinking don't be ridiculous don't be ridiculous <laughs> and I just couldn't get past the thought that there was something and I'd always just get up and get out of the pool because I right. frightened myself so much <laughs> It's it was so much like that. It's yeah. almost the imagining what is out there is so much worse than possibly what is. That's right, and I always there. feel that in movies, the scariest part is always at the beginning mm. when you don't know. Once they show you what it is, it's never. Yeah. It you know it loses something after that. And maybe that's a good thing that we didn't find because at the end of the book, you you don't actually ever find out. That's right. What it is, or there's no. Um, 
like in a big Hollywood movie, there's no defeat of the bad guy. Mm. There because is, what is the bad guy? You that's don't even right. know. If you there don't is even know what it is. What it is? Yeah. No. So she eventually gets to this um, survivalist sort of a camp type thing, I guess. Right, and it's it's. It was started by blind people. That's right. Which is that yeah. was another moment where I had to suspend my belief because it was founded by blind people because it was a school for the visually impaired. I think that this refuge. Yes, I think you're right. And they had set up farms and they had animals and they had built structures and um, alarm systems and fences that closed automatically. And I'm thinking. Did we really able to do that with your eyes closed? <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't. They had their eyes closed. They were blind, so they've spent their whole lives being able to. I, I guess so. But about in the world, you know, using drills and <laughs> saws and things. I don't know. Mm. I didn't know about that bit. Mm. But yeah, yeah. But it was. A, it was. It, I didn't feel. A lot of the reviews online have said that they felt um, kind of um, ripped off. Ripped off end. by the mm. the ending. But I was. I liked the ending. Yeah. I liked that. We didn't find out what this thing was. Yep. And I liked that they got to a safe place, but, you know, and I think there's one line in there that she said she feels safe, but then she reiterates and says, no, she feels safer. Yeah. I generally like it. I don't like things all tied up in Mm. a nice, neat bow necessarily. I don't, I also don't like it when it's really just, you've got no idea what's happened. So this appealed to me. It was a nice balance between, um, yeah, Finding a satisfying ending. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. How do you think it compared to the movie? Um, I th- I don't think the movie was as I think the movie was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter watched it with me, and she hasn't read the book, so she liked it. She thought it was good. There were a mm. lot of things they had to change. Obviously, sure. they had to compact things. Um, like her sister was just in it for a minute at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of um. Yeah, there were a lot of characters that were amalgams of the characters in the books and new characters and Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. And the ending was more tied up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe I should watch it then or just Mm, skip through to the end. Yeah. (laughs) I can replace that ending with the book. (laughs) But I didn't find it as compelling. Um, A lot of, yeah, what um, appealed to me about the book. Mm. Yeah, you know, they, they did an okay job. That's what everyone but, says yeah. that I've asked. They said it was okay. Yeah. Books better. Books better. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree. Which is true. Yeah. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think that the detail of the day-to-day survival, mm. that that's the element of these sorts of books that I really enjoy. The How how do they cook and how do they... Yeah, where do they get their food from? And, that's right. And, yeah. you know, that whole scene with the water, the systems that they set up mm. and... I really I like those minute details, mm. um, but then again, once she has the babies, she they lose that bit of detail a little bit because I don't know where did she, in my head I'm thinking where did she get nappies from? Mm. How did she get bottles? And you know, yeah. that's what I start thinking about. But I guess that's where you suspend the belief and just continue on with I the guess story. so yeah because they didn't really go into much about when they were babies no, that much no. in either the movie or the book no. um, they're just suddenly four years old what did you think one last thing mm-hmm. what did you think about the fact that she called them boy and girl um, 
I found that surprisingly confronting. Hmm. I can see. I can. I like that. I like that he, the author, did that because it it really highlighted the way that she was really in just survival mode. She was trying not to attach herself to these children. Well, he didn't ever explicitly said that, did he? No, no. But I assumed the same thing. I assumed the same thing, but it annoyed me. Did it? Because I thought... It made her seem mean. Yes, she Um, often seemed mean. She did often seem mean, and Mm. I think And harsh. Yeah, very much so. Hmm. Um, But I think that was necessary. Yeah, I think... He what his suggestion is that because of the apocalyptic nature of what's going that's on, right. she just she can't afford niceties and that's right. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. it's still, it's still yeah. Confronting is a good yeah. word for it because yeah, I really um, it bothered me, but I did like it that she named them after yeah the two the, Olympia and Tom. And Tom at yeah, the end. that was a nice way to. Um, you know, tied up. I guess at the end yeah. to say we're moving forward and we're safe now, and right. now we now I can be a real mother, right, to these children. You know, something really dumb of me when I was reading this book is the whole way I was thinking they were twins, and it never oh. occurred to me that Olympia's, of course, Olympia's pregnant at the same time, so yes, the other one's going to be hers. I don't know Did what's you? wrong. <laughs> we're usually not that. Thick, but I just assumed something. I assumed Olympia was going to die, and her baby was going to oh. die, and that she had twins. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, no, it's not dumb. It's not dumb. It's just you know, sometimes your brain attaches to something, and on you go. Yeah, I know. I just yeah, really thought they were twins. Anyway. All right, so that's Bird Box. That's mm. in the library. Yes. If you are interested in reading it yep. after that, um, jump yeah. online and reserve a copy. Yeah. Or if you thought differently. Um, yeah, comment on our comment Facebook on page. Our Facebook. Can you put comments on the podcast? Uh, well, I will put a post um, about to say the podcast is being sure. released on Facebook. So look out for that. Comment and on that. Tell us what you thought of Bird Box. Yeah. Awesome. So now we're going to talk about what's new, what's coming up, what mm-hmm. people are talking about. Yes. Um, Should we talk about yes. this one? Let's talk about that one. <laughs> This book that neither of us have read, but it's so big. So this book is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying by Marie Kondo. Everyone would have heard of this book. It was released in 2010. Oh, was it 2010? So it's not. It's, it's, I mean, it's 2019, so it's almost 20 years old, for goodness sake. You mean nine years old? Yes, that's what I mean. I was, um, yes, my maths is not great. <laughs> yes, almost 10 years old. Yeah. Sold 3 million copies, which is just massive. But I feel like, it, was it, I feel like it was about 2013 when everybody mm. in the library went nuts for yeah, it. Yeah, everybody was wanting it. And yes, it was, yeah, I mean, this was pre, really pre things going properly viral online, wasn't mm. it? So it's one of those things were probably a little bit slower to, Maybe. to sort of get around but, but yeah you want, do you want to say what it's about it's non-fiction yes yes sure it's um the tagline is a simple effective way to banish clutter forever oh yeah go, go no for that's it. right i'll quickly read the blurb at the back 
Japan's expert declutterer and professional cleaner Marie Kondo will help you organize your rooms once and for all with her, sim her simple KonMari method. The key to successful tidying is tackling your home in the correct order, keeping only what you really love and doing it all at once. This incredibly easy method will not just transform your space, but it will change you too. You will feel more confident, become more successful, and be motivated to create the life you want. Mm, wow. It's pretty big goals. That is a, <laughs> it's a tall order. That is a tall order. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect book, doesn't it? It does. When it when everybody was going crazy for it, I didn't actually read it, but I watched some of her YouTube videos. Yes. And I did actually fold everything the oh, way that she you? suggests that. That's you the fold thing it. that's kind of gone a bit viral because I have seen um, and I guess we'll mention also that Marie has got a Netflix special out. Yes. Which is why we're looking at this book this month because this like with Bird Box. Yep. This is everywhere yes. at the moment. People are posting pictures of their drawers folded up <laughs> in the Marie Kondo method. Mm. Um, so this is everywhere at the moment. Yep. Um, I confess that I own this book <laughs> and I have never read it. Right. <laughs> but I've watched four episodes of the Netflix special. <laughs> so you probably don't need to read it. You get the idea. This might be one case where the, the movie is better than the book because I can actually watch it rather than read about about, about folding. About yeah. <laughs> but people are going crazy for it. And um, and the idea is that you go through mm -hmm. everything. What, what does, she starts with clothing. Yes. You're supposed to dump all your clothing out. Every single thing every from single every thing. single space. And you go through each piece and you decide. Hold it. Hold it and yep. decide if it brings you joy. If it sparks joy. That's mm -hmm. right. And then if it doesn't, you thank, you thank it, it. <laughs> and then you put it in your donation pile. Right. Um, I haven't done any of the things that I've seen <laughs> in the in the show or in the book, but it looks quite aspirational, and I like the idea of being like that. Right. Um, My favorite story, which I shared with you with the staff at um, morning tea the other day, was um, my aunt did this she went through her whole house wow. and did it all and she she's an organized person anyway so mm -hmm. she really got on board but then she told me about i can't remember if it was a friend of hers or a story she heard but this other woman who was doing the same thing going through everything deciding what would what mm. brought her joy and she'd gone through everything in her house and finally she looked at her husband <laughs> and decided he no longer brought her joy and so she so thanked she did, him and <laughs> i don't know if she kicked him out him. the door yeah. So beware, this could result yes. in separation. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been, yeah, we're anticipating that people will be wanting this book again yes. in the library. So, so we bought more copies. We've got new copies, brand new mm -hmm. ones. Um, so yeah, again, have you tried the Marie Kondo method? Well, like I said, I watched the YouTube videos. I did go through all my yes. drawers, just my clothing this was back in mm. 2013 or whatever it was and they, I assume they're still exactly like that yeah from 2013. of course from 2013 <laughs> I definitely do my laundry like that every day <laughs> no that's what I was gonna say it didn't last didn't it last. only lasted maybe a month oh and gosh yeah see nah. that's the thing isn't it yeah this is exactly the kind of person that I want to be mm. but it's 
just not. <laughs> See, it's funny. You said you watched three episodes. I mm. watched most of one, but then you it got I over just, it. Yeah, it was like, nah. It's like cookbooks. I borrow cookbooks. And look at the pictures, but don't cook things out of them. Right. It's just a light to see other people being other organized. People. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, like those hoarding shows. I like watching I those hoarding, hoarding shows. shows. Yeah, I love those it's shows. so good. But I feel like I can watch a hoarding show and think, "Oh, that has nothing to do with my yeah. life. I don't I'm have so to do much anything." Than yeah, that. that's what you think. Whereas <laughs> me, Ricardo, those people's houses are, you know probably better organized than well, mine i think i really need to do that, that bad. yeah that's right bad when you first see their houses yeah. but yeah let us know what you think yep on our facebook page yes tell us if you if your drawers are completely perfectly folded and continue to be so that's right <laughs> more than a month later yeah so that's that one what have we um, got next oh i was going to talk about the seven deaths of evelyn hardcastle sure. um because i've seen it not it's not as viral as the stuff that we've been talking about, but I have seen it around a bit. Um, it's by Stuart Turton. It's, uh, I believe it's a debut novel. People are calling it Groundhog Day slash Inception meets Agatha Christie. Oh, that's an odd combination. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. And so um, I'll just, um, this won the Costa First Novel Award for last year. Okay. Um, I'll read you the little blurb. Mm. Um, it is meant to be a celebration, but it ends in tragedy. As fireworks explode overhead, Evelyn Hardcastle, the young and beautiful daughter of the house, is killed. But Evelyn will not just die once. Until Aiden, one of the guests summoned to Blackheath for the party, can solve her murder, the day will repeat itself over and over again, every time ending up with the fatal, fateful pistol shot. The only way to break this cycle is to identify the killer. But each time the day begins again, Aiden wakes in the body of a different guest and someone is determined to prevent him mm. ever escaping Blackheath. It sounds like Cluedo, the game. Yep, there's a bit of that. Yeah. Yep, I th- <laughs> yeah, definitely. I found this book so confusing. Mm-hmm. There are so many characters in it. Yeah, It's like sometimes you wake up on day three, sometimes you wake up on day eight, sometimes mm-hmm. you're the butler, sometimes you're the... It wow. just was so confusing mm-hmm. that by the end of it, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then right up to the end, there were twists and turns the whole way. It was just oh. way too much. And I'm a person, I watched Inception, I liked it. I totally um, got it. Yeah. This, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame because it mm. sounds like a great premise. I know. Well, that's why I started and I thought, Wow this is brilliant mm. I've never read anything like this where is he going to go with this how is he going to resolve that this is happening mm. and I just was so sick of it by the end it was quite long is it set in it's, the past yes it's like yeah like sort of historical mansion yeah you know sort of Gatsby or right. maybe yeah. even a bit before yeah, yeah. Um, all that sort of mm. feel to it but yeah, it sounds like a frustrating read. It was frustrating. Did you so. get the answer that you wanted at the end? No, but I just didn't even care. Oh, did <laughs> I, and <laughs> Brett said to me, "Why are you still reading that book?" Because I just was yeah angry at it the whole way, and I said, "But it's so big, and I'd read so much that I felt like wow. I had to finish it." But would it make a good movie? Yes, that's mm. uh, uh, did I? Uh, yeah, oh, oh, no, did I didn't you? write that down. But I was thinking that I would I would want to watch the movie because mm. maybe 
that would make more sense. Yeah. Because it was just too much to keep track of in book format. And it also took me a long time, so I think maybe I probably forgot yeah. things along the way. And yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. But anyway, so... So don't read I would, that one? <laughs> uh, well, let me know if you think, if you're listening and you loved it, because there are people out there who loved it. It's getting a lot of... What's yeah. the Costa It's award. an Irish or UK award, I think. Mm. But, um... Hmm... It, I just I kept seeing it, so I thought, oh, I should mention it. Mention okay. that I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what now, else is you on your list? Okay, you can go. Yeah. All right. Well, um, two other things to do with Netflix that I want to talk about sure. um, that have literary tie-ins. Mm-hmm. One is You by Carolyn Kepnes. I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. We've had a few staff who have been talking about it here, yeah. haven't we? Yes, we have. So the book came out, I should have looked it up. It was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I want to say 2015, 2014, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and um, I feel like I'm hesitant to say too much about it. Like, I have the little blurb here, and I don't even want to read it. Because I feel like the less you know about this going into it, the better. Because the character... Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, Do you know? The character evolution, um, I just thought, was brilliant. It's sexy. It's creepy. It's scary. It starts out one way, and you think you know what you're reading, and then it turns Mm. into something else. So I'm not even going to read the blurb. Um, But the other thing I, I enjoyed about it was that it's called you and the entire novel is written in the second person so it's all you did this and you did that which is something else that you know you don't see very often yeah and I thought it really worked um and so the the, it was turned into a Netflix series which premiered um I think it was Boxing Day yeah pretty recently yeah um and I was like waiting for it to come out because I loved the Mm. book so much and I think that the series was maybe even better than the book. Well, and I loved the book. Everyone's talking about this series mm. as well. And I think they're going to continue with it because there were certain things in the book that didn't come out in mm-hmm. the first series yeah. of the show. So I'm thinking they're keeping them for a second season. Oh, okay. So I might get on board then. Yeah. Although it is a bit, it's. it's bit violent is it so, violent but towards not, no, adult humans yes oh that's right yeah no that's children fine. or animals are that's harmed fine. in the making of I can that. cope with that then yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about a couple of yours I've got one more but sure you, sure I've yeah. got two non-fiction books I'm going to talk about this one first okay I, they both look cool they're really cool books yes. both of them I know we've got these in the um library mm. but these are my own personal copies one I was given for Christmas and this one I've had for a couple of years. Okay. First one is just called New York. Um, an inspired wander through Manhattan and Brooklyn boroughs. And it's got bagels on the front. It's got bagels on the front. I feel like bagels are just something that never made it here. I know. I've only ever eaten them in when I've been in America. Okay. And they're so good. I don't know. Maybe we don't make them well enough here. Yeah, I don't know. So I think you boil bagels, don't you, to cook? I don't even know. I'm I not sure so. how you. I think make so. Them, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> this is a beautiful um, book. It's a larger sort of book. It's pictures. It's beautiful pictures. It's gorgeous. In it. It's lots of writing, but lots and lots of gorgeous, cool-looking pictures. It's divided into two main sections. The first section is. Um, an overview of the neighbourhoods so it's got uptown, midtown, downtown and Brooklyn and then within each of those sections 
it's um, divided into the um, are they neighbourhoods? The little when they're like Midtown, oh, Greenwich Village, right. West Village, yeah, probably, Soho. yeah. So it's divided into all of those. Mm. So you get a really oh yeah, it says neighbourhoods. Yeah, yeah. So you get a good flavour of the different. Um, neighborhoods and then the second section is called the handbook section so mm. this is all the the stuff the nitty-gritty where to eat where to what buy to your clothes do. where to buy your books mm. where to see amazing um, architecture and design or which museums are the ones to go to so you've this had this already for a couple I of have years. had this for a couple of years you didn't and I buy was, this in anticipation I of your didn't. big trip I didn't and I was gonna I was going to say that that this is a beautiful book to have as just an armchair travel book mm. which is exactly what it was but now I'm so so lucky to have the opportunity to go to New York this year so now it's turned into a real travel book for me so yes, I'm actually exciting highlighting bits and pieces that I would like to go to and places I'd like to to see although I will say I don't feel like I'm cool enough to go to any of these <laughs> you places. Definitely <laughs> you definitely are. You definitely are. It's a really cool funky book. So, you know, I might dip my toe in some of these cool definitely. places, but it's you, a gorgeous. Should book. we talk about why you're going? Let's talk about why you're going. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was um, lucky enough to receive the Rod East Fellowship Award last year, which is a grant given to public library, offered to public library staff to apply for every two years. So I'm going on a research trip to look at marketing and promotion in four key public libraries in how, Canada and New York. How lucky is Jane and how lucky are we? <laughs> I'm just, I'm so stoked for you to, to hear all what you're doing and what It'll you find be, out. Yeah, and it's very exciting. How we can implement anything you've I know, gleaned it's, from. It's beyond exciting. Yeah, so, so cool. I was happy, to, I was very excited to turn this book that I've had for years mm. into a real travel book. So again, we've got that in the library. Excellent. It's a beautiful one to try if you're thinking of going to New York. Um, rather than borrowing the usual Lonely Planet or something like that, this gives a little bit of a yeah. It's it's a bigger book. It has yeah, what it's yeah, very cooler visual. visuals. Yeah. So, yeah. Now let's okay. talk about your book. Um, actually, this isn't a book. This next one I was going to mention. Um, it's the Black Mirror oh, movie on no. Netflix. <laughs> Now, I'm just going to assume you don't watch Black Mirror. I've seen um, three episodes, okay. and that was enough. Enough for I you. I found it extraordinarily stressful. Yeah, it's and stressful. Intense. Yeah. Very intense. But do you know about the movie? I have heard things about yeah. it because it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, so right? well, I didn't even know that. I mean, Brett and I watched... Um, Black Mirror we watched all of them Mm. until we didn't have any more to watch and then suddenly we said oh look there's a movie let's watch it we turned it on and it came up and was asking us to choose things and we didn't even realize we just sat back and and suddenly we thought is that talking to us (laughs) wanting us to and we suddenly realized you get to click and tell it what you want it to do this is next level viewer engagement isn't it I was blown away I was like how does it no I know I don't even quite understand it but what I can say yeah it's we we watched it through we made our choices Mm. And then my kids actually watched it and made yeah. their choices, and they came up with a completely different wow. ending That's than what so we cool. came up with. So That's super cool. And, but the other reason I wanted to talk about it was I just saw, just before I came in here to record this, that um, Choose Your Own Adventure is suing 
um, Netflix. Is it? I didn't even realize Choose Your Own Adventure was a brand. Yeah, it's called Choose Co. or something like that. Whoa. Yeah, but the company who does Choose Your Own Adventure. Those old books that we all have when we were Yes, kids. and yeah. I loved those books when I was a kid. Wow. Yeah, they're suing them. Apparently Netflix tried to get permission from them and then they never did and I guess maybe they went ahead with it anyway but they're oh, saying that's a pretty long bow to draw surely I thought that it just seems like something completely different to me I mean the, the, the media that's is like, so different yeah format. it's just I thought nah but well that's going to be an interesting case to follow mm. let's when we find out we'll talk we'll, about yeah it we'll talk podcast. about what the outcome was yeah that absolutely one. <laughs> um should we I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm going to save what? that one. Oh, okay. Have you got anything else or are we going to talk about our next month's book yet? Um, well, okay, maybe this is a bit indulgent of me, but I just <laughs> needed to share something. I was sure. really happy with that happened yesterday. <laughs> I've told you about how in my house nobody reads and how yes. it's a big source of embarrassment yes. for me as a book as a lover librarian. and a yes. person who works at the library that I can't even get my own children yes. to read books well. You should be ashamed. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm no longer ashamed because last night we said we're having half an hour. We got them all books that they liked and we said we're all going to sit together and, and read. read. Fabulous. And it was so... Oh, that's great. <laughs> I know it's super nerdy of me, but it was just that's like, this beautiful. is my dream family. This is Everyone beautiful. Everyone's sitting here quietly reading. And then after <laughs> it was done, we all ran around and talked about what we were reading, what we had read oh. so far. It was just like my perfect library hot tip, family. Hot tip for families. Yeah, well, so dedicated what I was going to say. Yeah, dedicated family reading time. Yeah. And the other key thing was um, what each person was reading. Yes. So um, I find the, the biggest, well, they're all a bit of a struggle, but mm -hmm. my daughter, who's 14, loves to tell me she doesn't like reading just to get a reaction just to annoy out of me, you. just to yes. annoy me. But anyway, yes. she is reading the series by Joey Graceffa. I'm not sure if I'm... Oh, I've just summoned Siri somehow. <laughs> Oops. Um... um it's the third book in this Eden series called Rebels okay. of Eden. But okay. I just wanted to mention it because he's a YouTuber. So that uh, was the way in for Sarah. She watches him on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And so um, so anyway, for anyone out there who is struggling to get your kids to read because mm -hmm. they can't get them off of YouTube or Netflix yeah. or whatever, Sarah was reading this Eden series by Joey Graceffa. Max, was, who's 17, mm -hmm. was reading Bird Box. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then the younger kid, Stan's 13, he's reading Scar Island by Dan mm -hmm. Gemeinhart, which was... Um, a recommendation by Renya, who we often talk about, yes. an excellent recommendation, um, and that's really entranced him. And then Harry, who's 10, was reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Aww, by Roald Dahl. That's so sweet. He's seen both the movies, um, and he was really into it, oh, and he's, he's a bit of a struggling reader, so... Um, if he enjoys that, then all the Roald Dahl books will be yeah, appealing. But he's he got this sort of bigger format children's fiction with pictures in it, oh, and yeah. I think that's really sort of yeah, pushing helps. him along, so... Don't despair if you... Um, mm, absolutely. Yeah. It's you, like they say with vegetables. You've got to try mm, things. That's right. At different times. times. Yep. Yeah. Different things. Keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And role model. Yeah, for sure. Is really great. Yeah. Mums and dads and carers and parents reading in front of their kids is fabulous. Yeah. For yeah. sure. 
Next okay, month. next month. Next month we are reading. Shall I make yep, the announcement? Make the announcement. <laughs> we are reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. Yes. Yay. And we've both started it already. We have. Yeah. Yes. I got into it a little bit more today and I'm I'm enjoying it so far. So yeah, same it should here. be good to talk about. That'll be great to talk about. So I look forward to that. Yeah. So start reading Michelle Obama, Becoming, and join in with us next month and um, you can see what we thought and see if you thought something different and as always comment on our facebook join us on instagram or um, come in and talk to us in person talk to us in person. <laughs> we like that too <laughs> thanks paula thanks jane